That's Greg McHenry here and you're on Community Connect on uh, OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. And uh, that was the Andrews Sisters. And I played that as a difference to to get us wound up today. And uh, I thought it was rather good. Edwina, Edwina loves that. And I'll get her to say hello now, Edwina. What did you think of that? I love it. It is good, One of my it? mum's faves. I know. And it's a, it's been put on an iPod from a record of your mum's. So there you go, we've got real connection, haven't we? Before we get on, I'd like to pay my respect to and acknowledge the Gulijan people who are the custodians of the land we're on today, as well as to the Gadabanud who are along the coast. I'd also like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and the future. And the weather has cooled down a bit. I don't know what the temperature is in here now, but I've just taken my jumper off, stupidly. Today we're going to be talking about Barwon Child Youth and Family with a couple of people who work here closely with it in Colac and that we've got Gordon Saravenger who's the Senior Case Manager for Youth and Family Support from Barwon Child Youth and Family in here. G'day, I'll say hello to you first, Gordon. G'day Greg, how are you? Hi Edwina. Yeah, here's things, it is a bit cold isn't it? It is a little bit, yeah, yeah, a bit warmer in here than it was outside. But I know, we've here. got the door closed so it'll warm up as we use, you know, there'll be a fair amount of hot air coming out of us in the next hour. <laughs> but that'll be all right, stop laughing, who's your guest? You brought a guest in yes, with you I too. Yes I have, I've got Coordinator of Youth and Family Support, Linda Ferguson, with me today. Welcome, Linda. How are you? Very good, thank you. I've got a little bit of a loose organisation here in front of me with my microphone at the moment, but we'll just see how it goes. It looks as though everything's going okay. Bow and Child Youth and Family, it's a relatively new organisation, isn't it? In uh, the, three, and, three and something years now. Um, mm. It was a merge between three organisations, the founding organisations being Glastonbury, Bow and Youth and Time for Youth. Time for Youth. So and they all came together and they, um, but they, instead of what you were doing, I believe you, there were a lot. Of, there was a lot of cross pollination between the three groups groups yeah, at the time. Was. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so it was just brought a, bringing it together to make it so much better. Yeah, putting it all under the one banner. Yeah. Now your age, you, we got an age where we we um, target age group for BCYF. For as BCYF, whole? that we're really talking about. Um. <laughs> we have an expression we use cradle to <laughs> probably shouldn't say that, should I? You cradle to the grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well there's nothing wrong with that because once upon a time, you know, the people from twenty five to the grave, I mean we were we were sort of forgotten about. We're just a bloody nuisance. <laughs> there's really? yeah, there's a myriad of programs that pretty much covers every age group and every circumstance, I would suggest. And you you've been working within this area for quite a while, both of you. Gordon? I've been in this role for three years. Today. Today? Oh, wow. Yeah. Should we be singing happy birthday? (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Gordon. Thank you, Linda. But yeah, Linda's been here for... And I've been in this area, previously Bowen News, for 11 years on Sunday, actually. There you go. 11 years Sunday. So so you know a few of the people way back, because we've been associated through Geelong... um, and the Pulse, we were involved there. Oh, and the Pulse, yeah. Yeah, yeah with Shane Murphy yep. was one of the people and Josie Taylor. And yeah, Shane was my CEO back in the day. Back in the day. So yeah. you go back away, don't you? Oh, well, we don't need to talk about that, do we? <laughs> no, 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 sorry, no, it's not an agent. <laughs> no, but I mean, the thing is, you're in the industry. Yeah. And well, why are you in the industry? Because it's a, it's a pretty exacting sort of one to be in and one that was denied. I mean, we hear most of the, the newspapers, they put the kids down for being bloody nuisances or whatever else, but BCYF and you guys work with youth, 
And, and they're not they're not all that bad, are they? No, certainly not. For me personally, I work in this field and I'll stay in this field forever. It's around equity for young people. And I, I, I honestly really feel that um, there's, you know, perceptions out there that aren't real. You know, they've got the, they've got the hard road. It's not fair. And, um, you know, it's that whole mentality of, oh, just get a job, you know. And it's far from that simple. It's complex and they need champions. And you guys are. Now, and you're the, you're the senior. Well, I didn't actually get your role, Linda. I'm the coordinator of Gordon got a little bit wrong, but for once I didn't want to correct him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the coordinator of youth support programs at VCYF. So that encompasses youth and family support, which is our really generalist support, and um, TGPs involved in that as well. And then our other, the rest of our youth services, we have, um, it's quite large now, youth services. There's a youth justice stream as well. Um, and there's a uh, intake, housing pathways, refuge type. There's a lot going on, property management. So it's quite a big... Um, so there's a few coordinators around that, but my, my two areas are mainly TGP and youth and family. Okay. And more generalist and early intervention. And your area, Gordon? Yeah, so youth and family support in Colac. So mainly around assisting young people who are at risk of being homeless or who are homeless and working with them and their families to um, assist them and get the best outcomes, so really being an advocate for them and um, working through any barriers and whatnot that they might have. Is there much of the youth homelessness? Or I think we need to understand really what youth homelessness is anyway. Sure. So look, in Colac, um, well, like anywhere, I guess, we have a um, number of rough sleepers, but it could also be... When you say a rough sleeper, what do you mean? Yeah, so um, they could be sleeping in the park... Um, or in an inappropriate dwelling like a car or in a shed um, or just out in the open. Um, a lot of our young people present to us that are couch surfing, so they've been able well, to... Well, you better define that too because us oldies, we don't really understand that. Sure. They will. Sure. So it's, I, I guess it's um, they've managed to find somewhere temporarily that they could spend the night um, might be at a friend's house. It might be, you know, with a total stranger. It really depends on where they've been able to find. Um, so they're just dosing down anywhere, anywhere that they can, yeah, have a roof over their head for the night. And so, how do you then help support them? So it's. I mean, you've got food they've got to get as well. Yep, yep. So initially, we'll uh, they'll come into us. The young person will come into us either as a dropping, so they'll come to our office, or there'll be a referral from another service, and we'll do an assessment with them upon intake, and um, just assess what's happening with them right now, and um, determine the level of risk of where they are couch surfing, if they're couch surfing, and whether that might actually be the safest place for them to be at the moment until we can work out a longer plan, um, whether that be return home with family, if that's a possibility, sometimes it's not, or um, look at other avenues. So, Okay. How, how prevalent is it in our local community? And, I mean, you, what, what is the actual area of community that you're covering? Uh, I think it starts this side of Camperdown, down to Apollo Bay and Winchelsea. 
So you're really covering what we broadcast to, aren't you? Yeah. 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 And then uh, Geelong, well, youth and family support as a whole, not just the Collet region, there's Bow and South West, and then we have THMs as far as Portland, Hamilton. So we work with Brophy as well. We've got staff up, staff up there. That's okay. pretty big. And so what is the, you know, how prevalent is it and how many people are you handling? So, Greg, in the last 12 months, we've had over 150 young people come through our doors. That's massive. You know, I think the capture in the area is only, what, about 15,000, 16,000 people. Yeah, yeah. It is prevalent, yeah. So um, they're not, like I said, they're not necessarily all sleeping rough or um, couch surfing. Some of them might be living at home but at risk of homelessness. So we work with them and their families to try and... Um, ensure that if possible the family is the best place to stay and work with the families and the young person to keep them at home. So how how do you find these young people? They come to you? Yes, yeah, so they can either drop into the office um, or we get referrals from Centrelink, um, job service providers, uh, Colac Area Health, um, where else? Well, one thing we've got to ask the question is how how responsible are they? We got do you get many from uh, the justice system? Yeah, we do. Uh, there's some that are perhaps um, in the early stages of um, uh, offending, being, miscre- being miscreant youth. <laughs> yep. So part of youth and family support, we do have a program that we've, we we use in Colac as well, and that is around the earlier. F- early offending or identifying some potential offending, you know, just coming to the notice of Vic Poll or, you know, the justice system as mm. such. And they, and so they might be referred through to us around just that, that real early intervention work, what's actually going on, like, you know, why is Joe Blow out at 9 o'clock, you mm. know, on a school yeah. night wandering around, you know, that sort of... Um, so we will have... We do have a service for that as well as part of youth and family. So that And that's more in that early intervention before they hit the justice system. Mm. Where possible. Well, if we do go back in history now, Linda, and I think it's worthwhile that the evolution of these services for the the youth, especially, was to keep them out of institutions mm. because it was realised that it was bastardising them even more by putting them into institution, yep. a yep. correctional institution. Yep. So keeping them out that is the main. Well, it's you're looking at prevention, yeah, but also so. rehabilitation or. What what are the aspects you look at as well? Well, well for you us, know, like our work tends to be more around that connection to community and you know that social. That's a work. nice name for it. It is, isn't it? Hey, what about that? <laughs> you should use that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it is around all of that. You know, it's that real holistic approach. It's not necessarily our um, our offending program isn't really around necessarily the actual offending it's around what's going on what's Mm. going on that's going to lead to that that we can sort of maybe prevent and often it's around you know um uh, some sort of more appropriate social activities getting them linked in like family a bit of family mediation whatever the case may be like um often there's some mental health stuff happening as well so it's you know linking into appropriate services like just being that advocate and that champion for Okay, this doesn't have to be the pathway that you're going to take. Do you know what I mean? Um, so so you, you're getting the youth to... They come to you or you, you have them under your wing. So how then are the family looked after? Is that in a separate separate area or is all within Well, we very intentionally... It's it's same, same, but different. We very intentionally call our caseworkers youth and family support. 
because there is no young person without a family, you know, no matter what happens in, you know, the circumstances, you can generally assume that, you know, there will be a period where they're back with family, where, you know, that is their family, that is their connections, you know, and whether that, whether you're talking about mum, dad and brother and sister, or whether you're talking about auntie up the road, or whether you're talking about, you know, um, aunties that aren't really aunties, whatever that actual family mm. connection is, I think you... I believe that you really do need to be working with the family where possible for that young person. So it, it's all connected. Having said that, our family and community services is a whole separate, you know, area. That's, yeah. 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 So our young person is the primary client, but where possible, we will work with, should be working with family as well where we can. And, but that's not always going to be possible, is it? That's right, yeah. So how do you handle that sort of thing, Gordon? When the, you're not able to... Well, you can't. I mean, there are obviously some reasons why times when you can't work with the family. Yep. So how do you handle that? Is it... Um, what's it, if you're fostering or do we, you know, is that into another area? Because you must work within community and other organisations yep. as well, do you? So that might be... Uh, we might use for referral. If it's around their homelessness and, you know, obviously it's not safe to be at home or what have you, we have... Um, what we call THMs, which are um, some transitional housing properties um, scattered throughout Geelong, Colac and Warrnambool and what have you. And so we... Are they government auspiced or...? Yep. yep. They are, yeah. um, and so we will um, nominate a young person, quite a few young people in Geelong that are in what we call THMs. They'll, they can stay there for 12 to 18 months, depending on their age. So during that time, that's when the that real intensive holistic case management happens. So, okay, let's address everything that's going on. And you either move on to independent living or, you know, share housing with whatever the case may be afterwards, but it gives them that safe space to be. And it's at, you know, at a reduced rent and what have you, so it's affordable because obviously young people don't are have... They, are they self-sufficient or are they on their own in these THMs or common? Some they are, some they aren't. So it might be, say, a young couple with a child, you know. Yep. It may be a single mum with a couple of children. It may be three young people in a, what, what we've... Um, you know, we've got a couple of properties where we'll have, I think it's up to three, is it, in Colac? Yeah, so specifically for Colac, we've got yeah. nine transitional properties and three of them are shared properties, so we can have three tenants living in those shared properties. Are they, does, is there an adult or another person living so they are self-sufficient, so they have yep. to be responsible? Correct, yep. yep. So that's but a they big all step, have a worker. It? They all have a worker and they have house meetings and what have you. We are actually looking at a lead, what you know, you're calling a lead tenant program up here, yeah. the viability of, for those that aren't quite ready for that real independent mm. manage it on your own until you ring, can ring your worker the next day type thing. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to see a lead tenant model up here and it is something we're looking at. Yeah, because I know that they do exist and yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They are yep. a, they're a great... Um, yep, fantastic. But then the peer group stuff works as well because yeah. if you get them get the right balance, it's pretty hard to get the balance though, isn't it? It is around matching. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly not about, oh, we've got a vacancy, not, you know, there's a room there, so let's pop, you know... Joe in there. Definitely. Cause, That's yeah. a recipe for disaster. Correct. <laughs> they do have a lease in place, just like any, anyone oh, would me. in a rental property. So, um, you know, they've got obviously rights as a tenant and mm. can um, obtain a reference from BCYF or Bayser in particular when they move out. So if they haven't had any experience prior for rental properties, it gives them an opportunity to get that reference behind them. 
Do you still, excuse me, do you still have the big brother, big sister thing that there was no, done by? Yeah, um, that was, who was that through? That was through Barwon Youth. Though. Yeah, no, it was Barwon Youth. <coughs> I'm trying to think who, yeah, no, I can't remember. No, that folded, unfortunately. I think that's a real gap, actually. That folded a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, a good, there's a few different mentoring programs around, but mm. I don't know what's in Colac, Gordo. Is there much up here around that? Not a lot that I'm aware of, no. Mm. Mm. And actually, I just thought of an old mate of yours, Max Broadford. Broadly? Uh, broadly, Max Broadly. Is he He's still? our fabulous executive director of client services. I've got to get hold of him because I had dealings with him when he was the boss of... Um, AOD? Or? Uh, AOD, <coughs> AOD at Wysas um, in Geelong oh, when it was... Yeah. Youth substance abuse rather than youth support. What's it called? Youth support and access now. Yep. Or something, yeah. Privileges. Yeah, what is it? Oh, yeah, but I, you have yeah. to know all these acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a little break here. I've got a, a terrible frog in my throat. <coughs> Ed, do you want to call us out? I Do you want to call us out? Let Gordon know he's going to have to put his song on. Oh, you, you've got some interesting stories about this, though. You told me yesterday you weren't. About the music. Yeah, about the music. Yeah. You won't be allowed back home unless you... No, well, that's right. I, I was telling Linda on the way here that I'm a bit of an 80s tragic and my daughter said to me, if you play 80s <coughs> music, I'm basically never going to speak to you again. Well, what does she think about the Andrews sisters? I that's don't a, think she'd be too happy with that. And, yeah, these are a little bit different to the Andrews sisters. Okay. Well, that was my mother's fave and she used to dance and throw her legs around and, you know, that with your partner through yeah, your legs yeah. and over your back and all of yep. that. And I can't imagine my mum doing that. Come <laughs> <laughs> Right, so what's the story? I'm away from the microphone too far. What was the way from the... You're all right. You're doing good. I'm organising the buttons here. So what's the story behind this and about you being allowed back home? Oh, well, basically, she knew that I was coming onto the radio today and um, I I think she'd be devastated if I walked away and didn't at least play one of the songs that she likes. You'd have to have that plugged in because it doesn't work via osmosis. Yep. So have you got that plugged in? Not yet. Oh, so well, you've yeah. got to do that, and you've got to have your tracker on, yeah, and put it on, <laughs> put it on full blast with the uh, with your noise maker, yeah. And we'll do a station call, and then we'll see how we go with this. Right. So who are the people? Don't tell us what the track is because we might want to turn it off. Already. Okay. What's the, who's the name of the group? My Chemical Romance. And what's your daughter's name? Gem. Your gem and the the band's name is My Chemical Romance. Yep. Here we go. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Education. <laughs> this is going to be good. What's her name, did you say? Jem. 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 Jem Saravenger's track is coming up. Her dad is going to be putting it on. He's a senior case manager, youth family support service with Darwin Child Youth and Family. And I didn't get a chance to write yours out, Linda. What's yours, Linda? My You're the coordinator of... Youth and... Fa- uh, now I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> youth support programs. Co- coordinator of youth support programs. And you are on OCRFM 98.3 here in Colac in District and 88.7 FM along the coast with Edwina and Greg McHenry on Community Connect. And we're going to listen to this track by whoever it is that Gordon said. <laughs> you can just put it on now. Jeez. Here we go. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. That was uh, that was very loud. I just realised how loud it was coming through, and I hope I didn't blast too many people out of their cup of tea. Oh. Um, who was that again? Now we've, we've gone ninety-eight point three and eighty-eight points, or here in Colnick and eighty-eight point seven FM down on the coast, Edwina. 
We are streaming live at all the W's OCRFM.org.au on Community Connect. And we have who? We've got Gordon and Linda in from Bow and Child Youth and Family. Who was that group again? And what was the name of the track that just blasted it, it out of our airwaves? Like? My Chemical Romance, who I refer to as My Kitchen Rules to my daughter, just a dad joke, and she loves that too. And that was Welcome to the Black Parade. Welcome to the Black Parade. Yes. And this is the kids' music nowadays. My parents thought the Beatles were a bit angry, especially <laughs> the Rolling Stones. It's a bit of an anthem, apparently. It's an anthem. A couple of years back, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know whether I'll stand up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Bow and Child Youth and Family. We're talking about youth services and whatever else. But once they were, Edwina, you're going to give me a I, kiss? I just wonder. No. <laughs> oh, later. <laughs> I just wonder how you get there and... What's the process? What happens to you when you get there? Sure. So like I said, um, a young person can just drop into the office themselves or we can get referrals from families or friends, um, referrals from other services like um, Centrelink, uh, Colic Area Health, Jigsaw, Mental Health Service, um, you know, from real estate agents. Oh. Yep. Yep. Schools. Um, disengaged young children yes. from schooling. So, you know, they, it could come through there as well. So it could come from anywhere. With consent. With yeah, consent. with consent, obviously. But you were saying, you know, other families can, can refer. Yes. In, under what circumstance would that be? Is that where you'd have someone couch surfing at their place or something? Either or that or um, within the actual family home. So a mum might ring up and just say, I've got a young son or daughter who um, we've got a... You know, we're trying to work things out with at the moment and um, things aren't quite working out at home so we could do with that extra little bit of a hand. Otherwise, that young person might not be able to stay at home. And with these other services, are they all available here? And I know that in the time we've been broadcasting here in Colnick, a lot of the stuff is referred back to Geelong. How, how many of them are available here? You know, like for AOD especially? Yep, so we've got an AOD, like that. a youth AOD service that comes down to Colac on a Wednesday and a Thursday and works out of the Youth Health Hub from BCYF. Um, there's Jigsaw that works out of the Youth Health Hub here in Colac as well. There's um, a whole range of different services. So Horizon Family Services in, in regards to family violence, so they work out of Colac Area Health as well. So we all... We all sort of work together and have co-clients. So Headspace and Headspace in Geelong work in the BCYF office, I think, don't they? Headspace is yeah, a part of BCYF. They're actually next door. They're co-located, or not co-located, next door to our um, Geelong office, which yes. is fantastic. But, right, but um, what about here? You've got Headspace here as well. We should have a yarn with them if, if you've got yeah. them as well. We don't have Headspace down here. Don't have Headspace? No. So, no. That's a bit odd. Not sure. When we've we previously quite a while ago now, I forget when it was, it was one of our early programs, we actually had some of the youth in from Youth Hub and I want to go back to the AOD issue that they I don't think Colac likes talking about it, but the two boys we had in here um talked about how within their age group there is quite a an alcohol abuse a lot of alcohol abuse going on in their age group in Colac. They well, they talked about it. Um, they talk more about it off air than they did on air. Yep. But I wanted to. I just want to bring that up to, to see how how rife is that as well, because it's something we need to look at. It is um, prevalent in the, in Colac. However, you know, 
it's a different program to ours, so we'd refer to mm. AID services for that extra support. Which is CAH, is it? Or? Uh, either CAH or, or, or Bowen Child Youth and Family, the youth, youth AOD. AOD worker that comes down here, um, Marie. So she works here two days a week. So we've BCYF have an AOD service as well. So we're really only touching the surface with you guys today, aren't we? Mm, for sure. So when someone comes to you, is it confidential? Definitely, yeah. So um, they will come to us and we might, um, they, they might be by themselves or they might have the person that's referring them come with them, whether that be family or a support worker from another agency. And we, we follow pretty strict guidelines around confidentiality and privacy and respecting that young person's um, privacy and dignity at all times and explain that to them. We have forms that we sign around confidentiality and... Um, there is certain flexibility around um, if there's at risk to young people, like young children, um, at risk of being harmed and things like that, that you know, we might need to make notifications if necessary to other services. But um, that's we're very proud of the fact that we respect that young person's privacy so you're, you're in for, well, that's sort of touching things like Bethany maybe even. Did you Are they part of your network as well? Because oh. if you're looking at violence within the family, you're probably looking at um, men's programs and all that sort of stuff, having referrals all over yep. the place, are you? Yeah, yep. yep. there's a lot that, um, you know, as I said, um, BCYF is, um, has a really fantastic family and community services area as well. And, um, we have adolescent family violence programs and what have you in that as well. But certainly, yeah, the Bethany Men's um, Anger Management fam- uh, Violence programs. And what, like, we'll all refer to each other where whatever's the most appropriate. Do you think Colac has got the awareness of how, how broad you, you, you guys cover or that they're covered in terms of all these um, community and social... Net- or the huge community and social networks that you do have? I mean, do, do they get used as much as they should? <laughs> yeah, it gets used, for sure. It does? Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. There's definitely a need for mm. services, and they're well utilised. Whether are. that's, you know, whether the services are enough or, you know, we need more, um, that I can't answer, but they're certainly well utilised. I think it's yeah. about us learning, because yeah. we come down every week from Geelong, and, yeah, we need that exposure. Yeah, and, you know, it's quite likely there's a lot of young people who could um, gain a lot of assistance from our service and other services around town that aren't aware. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, I suppose that's what I'm that's, trying to get at, Gordon, is because the genesis of the original program was because I couldn't find the services I wanted when I needed them. Yep. And so we started up a radio program in Geelong. And in essence, what we're doing here is continuing that because people just don't know how to go to get there. And, you know, it's not that they're in denial. They'll be wanting to get the help, but they just don't know how to do it or where to get it. Yeah, yep, you're right. Or, or there, are the, there are the percentage of them who don't want the help, who are in denial, but, you know, you can lead a horse to water. But mm. you, you know. Well, some places don't tell you what's available. Mm. Mm. But, I mean, do you get the... Do you, we have the thing of go to your oh. GP is one of the things we talk about as well. It's about the first port of call, so is that a thing you'd advocate too with families who are having trouble with a child? 
Well, not necessarily to a how GP. Do you, it would depend. It's how do you, individual, well, how would depending you on the circumstance, I suppose. Well, well, how does a you know you've got a child who's starting to play up, you know, they're going through their 13 years and whatever else and they think they know everything but they've really got other deeper issues. How does mum, how do you, you know, talk to mum and dad about handling that? To try, you know, prevention because yeah. we want to talk about prevention. Yeah, it's really looking at the, the deeper line of it and looking into, you know, the trauma-informed lens that we use in our service and trying to understand why these behaviours might be being displayed and where that comes from. Right, in doing that, but though for parents to see that there's a little bit of stuff going on outside that you know Johnny's not, not normally been doing that, and then his cha- his behaviour change. So, you know, how do you? What's the best way to approach that for a mum or dad? In Colac, in Colac, in Colac, or anywhere, I guess. Anyway. I suppose all our as far as youth services, we're generally bar our youth support service, which is our. Um, young offending program we're more 16 over so yeah I suppose um, in those circumstances we would be looking in Geelong we'd look at a headspace obviously we'd look at mm. yeah you know your GP service maybe a mental health plan up here I'm not sure um, what the deal would be here but that's probably what I'd be suggesting as a first port of call it wouldn't necessarily be for our youth service in Colac to manage that as a service ourselves, we would refer out or suggest, you know, the welfare um, worker at school, what do they know about it, you know, maybe have those conversations. You're getting the but I would be looking at, yeah, like a GP headspace type service for that. So it's referrals out, it'd be yeah. a referral out to yeah, other mental health services and um, other specialist services. So it could be a school. So yeah. it could be a young person that's disengaged from school and um, hasn't been attending so it could just be liaising with the school and the family and trying to come up with a um, way for the young person to get back to school because it's really great to have that education behind them for the future mm. and um, yeah so working with that as well. And, and how are you going with the schools are they all supportive around the area as well? How yeah. Many, well yeah. How many schools are there actually in the in the area here in, on your captive area? Ah you pulled a face there, you don't know the answer. I've got him, sorry. That was, a, that, was a prize, that was a prize grimace, thanks, Gordon. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Well, looking at our age cohort, like we've got Trinity College, we've got Colac Secondary College, Labors Hill P12, Turning Point. So, so what's that? I've, I've got that highlighted because you sent me a few notes and I've got P12 Turning Point. Turning yep. Point's a well-known name in terms of AOD stuff. That's right, yeah. So this is different. Um, it's an alternative program for uh, to complete VCAL and pre-VCAL, I believe. So, yeah, okay. again, it's not run by BCYF, but um, it, it's for young people that, you know, um, mainstream school hasn't probably been the best fit for them. So it's another um, alternative. alternative way of completing your education. Okay, that, and when you mentioned that earlier on, I thought of our, we have a grandchild who went through the CEDA system. Oh, that's fantastic, isn't it? Which yeah. is a sports education... Yeah. They still do... Acronyms, ma- I don't know. They still do <laughs> mainstream mm, yeah. what you're talking about with this P12 turning point is, but it, where they're on, in danger of being disengaged. Yeah. So we are, are, we, are we looking at our youth in a better manner now than we were? Because once upon a time they were just left to go by the wayside. Oh, I think there's absolutely a focus on alternative education and what what we can do to keep. You know, we all know if you can keep a young person in school, their trajectory through life is so much you know better. Um, 
you know, in terms of everything. So there's certainly, and I think we're getting better, we've got better over the years of, you know, rather than that crisis pointy end, you know, looking to what can we do to prevent that, you know, getting to that. And certainly alternative education spaces, um, you know, that's one of those options. And we still got too many people who say, you know, give them a smack and tell them to behave yep. themselves? yep. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> no, we need. No, we'll see. That's a, it's probably not a good subject, but it is still something that we need to address as well. You don't want to be talking too much about it, but you know, be how, how should we be handling well, you know, it? Because we need to stop that as well. Well, maybe some compassion for a start and some understanding. But you know, I sort of look at it. You know, I can only speak how I actually feel about this personally. But um, you know, I just think we're not all born on a level playing field. We all have different intellects. We all have different traumas and and challenges in our lives. And to expect our young people to achieve a certain level just because Joe Blow has is really unfair. And and I just think where we need to look as services and community and you know caring people is what can we you know put in place to provide that equitable outcome and we're all different people and we learn in different ways and we all have different parents and different family trees from where we're coming from absolutely yeah 100% your family are going to hear another track oh gosh we need to to (laughs) so I'm going to be more aware of the the volume on I can't remember the name of what do you call them my kitchen roll yeah my kitchen rolls (laughs) My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. We're going to listen to another My Chemical Romance track here on 98.3 FM in Colac. It's OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. It's getting up to 20 to the twenty to midday. Now, Linda and, and Gordon are in here from Bow and Child Youth and Family and they wondered what we were going to do talking about for an hour. And I, <laughs> I hope you're both going, where in the hell's the last 40 minutes gone? Definitely. No, I'm just hopeful for the next 15 to move on. <laughs> Why? You need to go to the toilet. There is that. There is that. You can put your hand up. It's okay. We're going to have another listen to them. My child, what is it? I can't come to terms with it. So my Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. We're going yes. to have another My Chemical Romance track here on Edwina and Greg's OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along... Community Connect, and we are streaming live at all at wsocrfm.org.au. We will be podcasting this. We've already taken a picture of us all, so that should be fun on the, the little blog when we put it up later on in the day, I hope. And everyone can note the matching shirts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. How did that happen? It was done accidentally. Know. It's amazing. What it Thanks very much, Linda. We will, we will have to get a webcam in here and so as we can see what goes on. But anyway, we're going to have a listen to this track, but it's going to be put on by, by Gordon, and Linda will sit here and behave herself, and we'll be back Always. with you. We'll, yeah. be, we'll be back with you shortly. You can do it now. Okay. We're back on air, by the sound of it. That finished very, very quickly. And that was my kitchen real singing. <laughs> Teenagers. Teenagers. Yes. And it was only a very short track compared to the last one. And it that's was. Gordon Saravanja, who is in here. He's a senior case manager with Youth and Family Support from Bow and Child Youth and Family. That's a mouthful. And he's got Linda Ferguson sitting next to him, who is the coordinator of youth support programs. And that's the first time I've said that today, and I'm the first one to get it correct. I'm impressed. <laughs> well done. Thank you. And Edwina and I are here with you on Community Connect on 98.3 FM Colac. 
OCR FM and 88.3 FM down on the coast where we're streaming live at all the W's ocrfm.org.au and it is now about quarter two and the hour. And we used to be teenagers. <laughs> I know, but we didn't listen to... <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We did listen to radio. Remember. What is? We did. I'm being a bit of an old fogey here. I think that's absolutely fabli- fabulous, Jim. <laughs> and uh, you can make sure your dad listens to more of it in your own time. In the car, please. In the car, please. <laughs> and, yeah, good BCYF. I, we still don't know who... Where are you exactly and how do we contact you? Yep, so we're on Bromfield Street opposite the Colac Herald. Um, and we are open from 9 o'clock through to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And you can either drop into the office, um, our... Office number is 52314740. And you are correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It helps. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to touch a little bit on what else that we do in regards to when someone comes in for an intake appointment, a young person. So yep. we'll complete an assessment with that young person and they might actually be moving into a rental property through a real estate agent or a private rental or are currently living in a rental property but have fallen behind in their rent and that could be due to a number of reasons so what we would do is if it was affordable um, like sustainable for that young person to be able to afford to stay in that property um, we would we've got some funding that can help with rent in arrears or rent in advance to make sure it's a bit of a like bonds or something no so this is actually for, for rent, rent. Yep. so if they're falling behind in their rent because they've lost their job or um, they've just, like had some difficulties financially we can apply for some funding to bridge that gap and bring them back up to where they need to be financially with the, with the rental mm. um with their, with their rent, basically. So is that rent within uh, assisted rent or is this within the private network as well? Uh, the private network. So that would be, in this instance, it would be, say, a young person's got a, in a little bit of rental arrears in their um, you know, private landlord property through a real estate agent, what have you, and, and we would look at assisting them to catch up assuming it was generally affordable. Say they might have had a particular big bill that they weren't expecting or something's happened out of the ordinary. Yeah, yeah. And so we would assist them with around that to sort of... So that they don't, it can sustain the tenancy as such. If it was deemed that it was probably unaffordable to start with, then we'd work with them around, um, you know, uh, not around exiting that property but in a way that they don't get blacklisted and that they don't you know not pay their rent and what have you and look at something that maybe they could maintain have you got enough? that would be over a period of time then is there a is there enough um affordable housing for the people who you wanted house or do you need the do you need the private network to come behind you as well we absolutely need the private network. What sort of happened, I, you know, I can only speak to what I've seen over the years and certainly back in the day when I started out in homelessness, it was a very simple process for a caseworker, do an Office of Housing application, you know, um, print off the list of available rentals for the week. Here you go, let's go look at a few and Bob's your uncle. Like and it wasn't, it's yeah. actually unaffordable now. Young people cannot afford mm. private rent anymore. 
they just can't like and you know if they're on any sort of payment or what have you it's just mm. sorry and also you system. have to line up to look at a house these days it yeah, could correct. be a huge line of people waiting yep. to look inside one rental property it's not uncommon to have you know 10 or so people walk through mm. looking at a a house inspection or something these days so part of our case management practice is to work with the young person and perhaps try and get them to be job ready so work through any barriers around that and then we can even a part of our services to work with the job network um, give where you live we've got a strong relationship with them and Leah Gaddy from Grow or we sometimes go out and we market the young person with the young person to employees around Colac as well and try and um, secure employment for them. Mm. What is GROW? GROW is, um, well, that's a very good question, Greg. <laughs> Give where you live. Yeah. Um, Leah Gaddy works from Community Hub Inc. and um, they assist young people in finding employment. So it's a little bit different to a job agency where you don't have to be linked with Centrelink to, to go and be referred to give where you live and grow. We've got some homework to do out of this too, I guess, and we also need to look at where where we can extend this from because you, we really today are ostensibly talking from 16 to, what, 20? 25. 25, so we've still got BCYF from the cradle to 16, and then we've got BCYF from 25 to the grave. So we've got to try and work on this one around here in Colac. So how many people are actually working for BCYF in Colac? Good services. There no, no, all up. No, all up. All up because you're covering a to be covering that over the over the, the geographical area as well. So there is an early year service here. There's um, there's family services here as well. There's a youth service. Mm. There's AOD. What else is up here, Gordon? They're the three main ones that the work out of the Colac office, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So we really need... There's still a fair bit to cover. That means we're going to have to book you guys in again. Certainly. And now, Christy, I forgot to get to her. She's gone off on... She's on maternity, maternity leave. Now. Because I got the email from her and I, I wanted to wish her well. I'll let her know. Let her know, <laughs> because by the time I read the email, she would have knocked off, and her new girl, the Susie? new person is Susie Coffee. Yeah. is yeah, that right? She's lovely, yeah. So, Susie, is she a new person, or a, because I'll be dealing with her in the future, I guess? She's new, yeah. She's new, she's not coming sideways, so she's there on maternity yeah. covering. Yeah. Okay, well, it'll be within 12 months or nine months we'll have to get you back. <laughs> Or whatever, anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you could pass on my thanks to Christy for, for her, yeah. her. Now that's a bit of a byline. <laughs> we, you need to. We need to really sit with some people like you to work out what we can talk about here on on Community Connect because there's so much we can. We've done the mm. hard. We've talked about done. I hate that expression. Sort of like we've done the falls. We've done this. Whatever. Um, we've talked with con the hub. We've talked with you guys. Who are the other main ones we should talk to for youth services and that and, and youth things around Colac? So, give where you live might be a good example. Um, I Do think we have to go through Mr Midland, who we know in Geelong? Or where would we go through that, or are they locally here? They're locally here. Yeah. So there's a Colac service for give where you live. So give where you live, grow. Yep. Which um, is community health, mental health, isn't it? <laughs> 
right. it's around empo- employment. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Good. Um, there's the LTP program that runs in Geelong and Colac as well. Do you um, know what the LTP program is? No, I don't. No, again, it's not our program, but it's yeah. to it's for um, young people that that have had dis- disadvantages in being able to get their hours up for their learners. Oh, the learners to, oh, yeah, the boys mentioned that when yep. we had them in here, yeah, the learners to... Great. To LTP, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. that's around that 120 hours yes. that everyone has to have these days. So our young people are quite disadvantaged. Often, in you know, the, the family doesn't have a car. Yes. They don't have you know the the petrol to do those 120 hours and all of the stuff that goes with that. So there's another barrier for our young people. So yeah. it's a really good service now to pay. Where they can access mentors, volunteers, mm. and cars and get their hours up so that yeah they can get a licence and of course that helps with employment and education and everything else as well. Do you have any mentoring go on here in Colnick as well that you need volunteers for? For the LTP program? For any of the programs that you guys do because um, I know that like with Big Brother Big Sisters it's now been dropped, you would have been using volunteers. Do you still use volunteers in any of your programs? We certainly have a big, I'm, I'm not all over that to be honest, but we have a very big volunteer focus in Geelong and I assume that um, naturally spreads through to Colac, so we're always looking for volunteers for, for different areas, whatever that may be, not necessarily just your services mm-hmm. across the whole agency. So, yeah, we are big on volunteers and we do have a whole program around that. Mm. Okay, so once again, if you want to volunteer, you can just pop into... Yep, yep. have a chat and we'll refer you into the right area. Okay, now we've got a heap of things here. You're still, um, you're always keen to build partnerships with private rental market. We've mentioned that basically, haven't we? Yep. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense to me as well because uh, with your focus is to build a greater and create a better future for the, the, the youth around town. Definitely. And uh, yeah, that's all you can do. 150 would be nice if it dropped down to 50 though that you were handling, wouldn't it? It would you... be, but a part of it is probably because um, we're probably established now in Colac and BCYF is growing so um, being a small town a lot of people know of our service now and through other people that have been through our service word gets around so maybe it's increased because they know the services are out there. It's a good thing. You are, yes. It is a good thing and I hope a few people out there understand some of the oldies. I think we, we're the ones that have, have really got to learn to use them as well. Or that they're not a, there's something that was alien to us when we were children. They didn't exist. I think around, um, you know, as far as BCYF, you know, as far as young people, I should say, you know, if you have an issue, give us a ring. And if it's not our gig, we'll certainly let you know where to look. Yep. That's you great. know, where to go next, maybe. Mm. What are we doing next week, Edwina? We better tell them because we better wind up because it's getting closer. It's five to midday. Where next week, where are we? I've got to have a look here. It's telling me that uh, we've got... Who have we got next week? We're going to talk Anzac Anzac. We've got Mary O'Donoghue and is it Peter Peter O'Donnell coming in? And we're going to be talking about various bits and pieces about Anzac. There's a light display on over the road here, I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Alan... Sorry, it's Alan Fleming who's going to be coming in. We've had Alan in previously. He's a... uh, uh, Viet Vet, I believe, and but he's also a bit of an historian, so he's got a fair amount of history about the local people who were involved, at, sadly, at uh, that debacle at Gallipoli, 
which wasn't the worst, but it was. It's the one that they lionise the most, and it's one that we will still be talking about. Um, Honour the dead, but fight like hell for the living, mm. because once again we uh, we know that there's a lot of mayhem going on. With well, a lot a lot of uh, contemporary soldiers are still in strife. A lot of the Viet vets, and we've only got a couple, I think, left from World War Two. But and a lot of trauma. A lot of trauma behind war and uh, mm. and peacekeeping, which is a funny thing. It's a bit of an oxymoron being a peacekeeper with a gun. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go out with another one of Jim's <laughs> fabulous tracks. So you need to get yourself organised, Mr. DJ. Right. While, while you're doing that, we will we'll thank you, Linda Ferguson, for coming in here. Thank you. And being part of... The conversation. It is not far off midday now. We'll probably not get in trouble, but we'll be going over midday. And thank you, Gordon Sarah or Sharavanya, Saravanja. Yep, Saravanja for being here and bringing in your daughter's wonderful music. Thank you for having us. And thank you, Edwina, for being a big part of what we've been doing here today on Community Connect, where we are here on. OCRFM ninety eight point three and eighty eight point seven FM along the coast. We will be podcasting this program with a lovely photo of Edwina and I in almost matching shirts, <laughs> which was accidental. Thank you very much, Linda. And we are also streaming live at all the W's, ocrfm.org.au. And so when you just want to hit the button on that, I'll say we'll talk to you all again next week. Cheers.